0: Welcome to The Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shout outs, fun facts, and weekly banner in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Well, I hope you guys had a good week. I know we all had a good week. That was a fun time.
1: It was a fun time. This was your first summit. What, what were your impressions? You took everybody else's impressions at the summit. What were yours?
0: You know, I I've been thinking that as uh, as I got back from the meeting, and you know, all my coworkers are saying, "How was the meeting?" And I I just keep saying it was incredible. You know, number one to be back in person at a meeting, but it was just super impressive. And um, of course, I learned a lot. I I really enjoyed day one. I thought that was a, for someone like me at my stage of the game, that was just you know precious. So yeah, it was an incredible time from my perspective. I hope everyone else enjoyed it.
2: Well, from a from a planning perspective, day one the the. Cadaver lab was the most nerve-wracking, just because there were so many moving parts. And unlike, you know, industry-sponsored uh, courses like that, you know, each we weren't replicating four or five or six stations doing the same thing. They were all unique and all had their own unique um, uh, characteristics and demands. And I, it was, it was very gratifying to pull that off. A big sigh of relief when that was real over. The rest of the meeting, Sarah Ann was in charge of, and I just sat back and watched. And it, she. <laughs> <laughs> it it unfolded masterfully. That doesn't mean we weren't uh, like like a goose on water, struggling, you know, with their legs underneath the surface, because there was a lot going on. But but just so much more fun to have people in the room with you. I
0: thought that was an incredible part. I mean, I've been I've literally been emailing all week with people I'd never met before. But just because they were, we were at the meeting, wow. we were tossing ideas around during the talks. I'd be emailing these people, and now we got all sorts of fun research ideas and meetings that we're going to, you know, do in the next couple of weeks. And I, it, that was, that was another, the collaboration was incredible. I'm sure that's how all of your meetings have been, but because it's so tight, you know, it's such a small group. I was able yeah. to network with so many more people than I would at like an ACS meeting or that, that was incredible for me.
1: It continues um, in other ways. Cause I think it translates over to Slack, you know, and, and people, you know, inevitably from, from the summit, people come up with new Slack channels they want created and you know, hey, can I send, you know, can I have the email addresses for these six people? We didn't exchange emails, but we gotta continue talking and, you know, things like that. I, I think um, the, the organic generation of those, those relationships and, and continued collaborations is one of the, the main things that people mention as, as kind of their reason to, to be part of the Chesswell Injury Society. Um, and I think a lot of that can happen through through online meetings, um, so for the online audience that that was able to participate that way, um, I hope they felt that. We tried to engender that as much as we could. Um, but I also think the the feeling in the room is unique. and And I hope that as we look to look to subsequent years, people really do make make an effort to be there in person because I think it's it's a special feeling.
2: The other thing that's that's interesting or challenging is is keeping the meeting fresh because we do have people who come back year after year and we can't present the same content over and over again. But some stuff deserves to be revisited or re- or looked at in more in depth. So we have that we have that on our plate. We also have relatively novice surgeons who are going to want to obviously hear more about how, how to pick patients and how to do the operation and how to deal with complications. Uh, more, uh, you know, more of the basic stuff. And then we have a collection of extremely skilled and experienced veterans who are really, you know, they want to learn about some of the more, you know, higher level stuff, more esoteric stuff. So I hope we struck a good balance and met the needs of all those people. But I'm, I'm sure, you know, it's hard to hard to find the perfect sweet spot because everybody's coming in this with a little bit different, different needs. So we, we really value and encourage people to give us feedback. There will be an opportunity for people to formalize their feedback, but we'll take it formally, informally, we'll take it any way you want to send it and to tell us what they liked, what they didn't like, what they want to see next year, and just to maintain that balance.
1: Well, and I think um, you know one of the things that we've looked at for the past two years, actually, when we were planning what became the virtual meeting as well as this year, was we had kind of come to the realization or, or the decision that we needed to have tracks and have separate tracks running you know, so that we had a, a more novice group, maybe an intermediate group and, and an advanced group, or maybe, you know, something separate that was for if we had more PTs or more APCs or something like that. And and so we kept coming back to this idea and thinking, well, we got to run tracks, you know, a lot of big meetings do that. And and then, you know, on the flip side of that kept saying, no, that's what we love about CUS. you know, is, is that everybody's together and everybody's discussing things and learning things. and. You know, and so we vacillated back and forth, and and trying to meet everybody's educational needs, um, without really separating the group. You know, and and I think those are, you know, vastly different educational needs and um, knowledge bases, and and really trying to maneuver that is is difficult. I think as a speaker, it's difficult as as planners. Um, so I I. Really, you know, just to echo dr white's point, I think we do want feedback now as well as throughout the year, you know, as we think about topics for webinars and ribcasts and the summit and other things you know we we need to know what people want to hear um, We try to be very diligent about keeping track of the literature and what's being published and as well as what's out there that seems to be vexing people, you know, keeping an eye on sin and where you know, where there are data patterns. Um, but I, I think there's nothing quite like self-identified educational needs.
0: Sir, so are you going to, um, email out like a formal yes. um, review? Okay. You are Formal yeah.
1: coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that will be on its way this week. So the official um, evaluation still needs some tweaks before I feel like it'll be where I want it to be to, uh, come out to people. So. Very soon.
0: Well, I I Not would too certainly too. say to comment on what you said earlier, I am so glad you didn't do tracks because it's so intimate already that like if Dr. White steps out to a different tract or Dr. Cole or you know all the all the like so-called giants if they step out to a different tract and we're having a good conversation in one room, I sometimes I really want their I wanted their input if they were even if they just stepped out for a minute, I was like oh I wish he was back in the room you know what I mean so. I'm I'm glad that you didn't have tracks.
1: Yes, I, I completely understand. I think it's uh, I think it's one of the the absolute gems of the meeting.
2: Let's uh, let's each pick our top three highlights. I'll go first. I thought the f- I thought the fact that we we were dazzled by a pre medical student from the podium twice. Ms. Claire Thomas was a highlight for me. She was poised. She wasn't intimidated. Although I'm sure she was terrified. She was well coached. She knew her subject matter. I, I just can't believe anybody was was not remarkably impressed with this young gal and her her ability to um, to present the subject matter, which was clearly way over her head. But she was amazing. That was a highlight for me.
1: Well, and I would equally applaud, you know, Dr. Cole and and his team for preparing her well for the questions that she took. I mean, that that was you know some of those questions were were difficult, and she handled her own. So it wasn't just you know a rote memorized presentation she she knew the questions that she that she had to to answer so i was impressed
0: i think <clears throat> i think I, I can't decide but really truly day, uh, day one labs were really important for me as a starting uh, surgeon but I also really liked the dinner that evening. What we called Learning on Larimer, an industry-sponsored educational series of presentations. Because there was so much banter and so much just uh, fun, you know, I, 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 I thought it was precious. And um, the big question that really came from it in my mind was really the costal margin and what to do with the costal margin and, and these uh, hernias. So that whole talk that night, and having all you guys yelling at each other in a fun way was a was a highlight for me for sure.
2: I think another highlight for me was I really enjoyed once again having a face to face interaction with our with our industry colleagues and friends. And I know that you know we've battled with this you know this relationship with industry phenomenon, and the, and we're all aware of the potential criticism from others about that. But but the fact is the, these people are our friends, and I have profound respect for them. Uh, I think as long as we you know, I think we all stayed within the boundaries of of relationships. and, and I, I really was really impressed with how well they played together and how how they, um, how cordial and helpful they were to each other in the lab area when everybody was present and participating. So very impressive. I hope they feel valued because we do value them. and that was a highlight for me.
0: It was amazing how well they were just playing in the sandbox, so to say, together. And it was uh, it inspired a lot of ideas, and I know we talked about it of having having these labs where all of our industry partners are there and working together with us. And I was very impressed with them, and I can't thank them enough. And I agree, they are certainly long lasting friendships that I I, uh, I appreciate.
1: Yeah, I would just echo. I think I think we take for granted the fact that we get to be a a small meeting in some ways. You know, one of our industry partners had emailed me in advance to say, now, what's my booth number when I get there? Number two. <laughs> <be> there? <laughs> I mean, exactly, and, and I'm joking about it, but but at the same time, you know, it is it is so different than than when you do walk into a large meeting like the ACS, and, and this isn't a pot shot at the ACS, but, but when you walk in and it's this huge, expansive room, you know, and you're overwhelmed by, you know, the experience and you may or may not see them all. And, you know, that's, it's such a different feel than when you're just hanging out with you know in a room and each time you walk in to, to grab a soda or yogurt in the morning you, you know you see everybody and and there really is that collegial feel that says we're all in this together you know and and I do appreciate that um because of the the small um intimate feel of of the summit so i think it it really is a two-way street um and i'm grateful for the way they they contribute to our meeting and, and hopefully and and i believe they're grateful for the way cwis has has stepped up the science you know in these past five to six years you know really making a a huge contribution and and difference in this in this realm so i think it's it's a symbiotic relationship and and maintains that appropriate level of professionalism but but does benefit um, ultimately patients on on both sides
2: yeah that's well said
1: I would say one of my favorite pieces was the international flags were were really meaningful to me. You know, we we so missed all of our international friends who weren't able to join us this year and being able to see the representation of their country and be able to think about them, you know, as as I was looking at you know, around the room at at all of their flags and individually kind of consider those those people that we were missing so much. And that was that was a really special moment.
2: Another highlight for me was the opportunity and the pleasure of, of bestowing membership on three individuals who deserved it. And uh, obviously, Sarah Ann and Vic Shapiro and Jonathan Jesnick. And the, the sheer delight and surprise on Vic's face when that was announced from the podium was uh, was priceless.
0: So what else do we need to talk about this week, guys?
1: A few things of follow-up. Um case review for the month of May we have already posted the date and a few people have registered um, I'll be sending out an email about it but um, we're going to need to adjust the date and time just slightly so normally it's the last Wednesday of the month we're gonna move it forward one week so it'll be Wednesday May 19th at 730 a.m. mountain time so it's a little bit different time and it's a week different, so there's a lot of moving parts but um, with the Memorial Holiday and a couple other things, we just we needed to shift. So, um, so that is just a little bit different. If you um, have not been tuning in to Case Review, we had seventy nine people registered yesterday. A huge percentage of that population showed up. We had a robust discussion. It was it was really terrific. So, if you are not availing yourself of that educational opportunity, now is the time um, to check it out. You can sign up on our website. Um, so case review, big deal. The next item I would mention is Chest Injury International Database, also known as the SID. We discussed it a lot at the summit. And if you were not part of the summit, then, then you may not be as familiar with some of the current updates. We launched it last year and we already have 605 patients in, in the system, which is really incredible. And um, we've already had one system, sign, one health system sign up since the summit. So welcome to Sanford Health. They are officially in and enrolling patients, which is awesome. So we're excited. I, I, you know, that is just growing as quickly as can be. And if you are not part of it, then um it's time to to be part of it. Let me know if you have questions or need um contracting information so that you can you can join us in the SID.
2: I think that's a great example of the power and the potential of a a meeting such as the summit. Is it gets people reinvigorated and recommitted to projects. You know, I came back and immediately had conversations with my partners and Sarah Majersic specifically about getting Intermountain into SID. And it looks like we're going to be able to make that happen here in the next few months. So that's a huge deal and very exciting to see that. It is.
1: I think it's, it's great to get some momentum behind, you know, some of these projects that Um, have been out there and moving, but maybe not in everybody's, you know, vision, and so um, I think that is one of the, like you say, one of the um, main benefits to it. Um, Along that same line, the other, the other item I have highlighted for discussion today, we have a lot of research projects that are moving that we did discuss at the summit, but, but also deserve some discussion here, so um, there are multiple emails that will be coming out um, in the next a week or two, and we just need your feedback about them. So the PT Delphi study, we've got a non-op management survey. Um, we would love to get some more participants in our uh, plural space slash T-Rex study. So there are there are a lot of things that you can join and be part of. Our cryooblation uh, study is coming down the pike. We're just waiting for confirmation on funding there. So if you want to be part of that, there's, there's um, an interest uh, form to fill out. So Um, Please keep an eye on your inbox and again you'll be you'll be seeing all of those come out by email or you can tool to them on our website under the research tab, but um, just want to have people, you know, have have a knowledge and an awareness for for all the research that's available for them to participate in. I, I feel bad when I hear from people after the fact when they say, I didn't even know this was going on or I would have participated and things like that. And I think, oh shoot, how do we do, you know, more emails or, or a better job of communicating? And and I'm I'm quite certain that nobody wants more emails, but but if that's what's necessary, then by golly, we'll do it. Just more for Dr. Crisco to ignore.
2: I think it's that's an opportunity for us to plug fracture fracture line. The problem is the people that are listening to Fracture Line now don't need to be reminded how useful it is. It's the ones who aren't listening. So we're, we're preaching to the choir a little bit, but this is a great place to get, you know, anytime we launch a project or there's an update, we we, te- we I think we do a pretty good job of mentioning it here. So if people would just tune in now and then, I think they, would, uh, they wouldn't they would have to open so many emails. Uh, you know, I t- we still want them to open their emails. But I think the value of Fracture Line is just going to grow now, you know, all the all the things that are going on.
1: As far as other things going on in the society, um, you know, I would say we are, you um, gathering together the, the publications committee is getting together um, to discuss a couple of new publications that were uh, proposed as well as some things that have been you know on the burner for a little while so that that's coming up in the next uh, week and they're going to be setting some goals so if you're thinking about any pieces of of um, artifact that you would like to see um, and have at your fingertips please let us know the patient outreach committee has been hard at work already in four days, doing lots of work. Um, I think that's very exciting. So as you think about things you would like to have available for patients, um, you know, definitely tool onto the patient portal so you can see the electronic resources that are available um, and think about what other print materials you'd like to have, um, because we definitely want to uh, want to meet those goals and, and they're certainly starting to think about what, what things they want to accomplish in the next 12 months. So some really great opportunities.
0: Let's do a final stitch. I, you know, I'll go first. I, I, I don't I think it's no surprise that my final stitch is about the, the summit. What I've been thinking about a lot and that was how many people came up to me and I'm sure it was a lot of the other fellows um, too. Uh, I wish I could name them all but like Dr. Forrester, Dr. Dober, Dr. Griffinstein, Dr. Cole. I mean like everyone I sat with each different day just wanted to help me and, and were like... Just giving me such great suggestions about how to start, you know, my career and how to start, you know, rib fix programs and um, I can't thank people enough for being just so, uh, so amazing and welcoming and generous and um, that was just awesome to me. And it, I felt like <laughs> at one point I felt like the meeting was for me. I was like in this room alone, like room alone, and everyone was just trying to help me. And I'm sure a lot of the other fellows like felt like that too. But uh, that was cool. So thanks, guys. Thanks, CWIS.
2: I'm not going to say anything about the summit for my final stitch. I think I'm summited out, to be honest with you, <laughs> at least for a few more days. But I, you might remember that I made a movie recommendation a few months ago, My Octopus Teacher, and I, think, oh, yeah. I hope people had a chance to watch it. If you haven't, you should. But I'm going to make a book recommendation. I just finished listening to the audiobook version of Malcolm Gladwell's newest book called The Bomber Mafia, and I can't remember enjoying a book as much as I did this one. If you like history, if you like American history, if you like world history, if you like airplanes, if you like the military, if you like intrigue, science, just almost any topic like that, you'll enjoy this this book. I, I couldn't recommend it enough. The Bomber Mafia, Malcolm Gladwell.